You're listening to Radio Foul. Welcome to Friday Echo, an echo from the past every Friday. This week, episode one of 2019's Remote Wrestling Series. Welcome to Remote Wrestling, where we delve into what else wrestles with your remote. Tune in. Welcome one and all to episode one of Remote Wrestling, a new podcast where we delve into what else wrestles your remote. Foul Original here. Um, You may know me from wrestling Twitter at Foul underscore Original and YouTube.com slash Foul Original Wrestling. For those who don't, I'm just a guy who is a fan of many fandoms. I watch a lot more than just wrestling and have seen some really strange but beautiful things along the way. Being born in the UK, back in the 80s, I am what they call an analogue millennial. We had physical media like VHS tapes and before binging, back before streaming even existed, you would sometimes get one shot, one opportunity to catch content. Back then, we called them TV shows. But enough of this grandpa telling you to get off my lawn. Due to the amount of content out there now that is easily found, I wanted to find out who had shared in my journey since and seen the things I have seen, which gave birth to remote wrestling. Each episode will be taking a nostalgia-filled romp through shows from my childhood and beyond in no particular order. This will not just be limited to TV shows though, we'll be exploring movies, games and much more. A look into the inspirations and influences that we all share. We will then look at things I'm currently watching or a geek event that I much talk about in fresh batteries. We'll be reading your comments on air and much more. There will be guests in the coming weeks along the way from all over wrestling Twitter and beyond, plus a mailbag where you can go true analog millennial to send in a question by snail mail in an envelope and everything with a stamp. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Remote Wrestling and let us know what you thought of the show. Without further ado, here's episode one, Banana Man. Not just from PUBG. Friday Echo. An echo from the past every Friday with 95% recycled content on Radio Foul. Wrestling fans, do you ever invite friends over who aren't wrestling fans and make them watch wrestling anyway? So do I, but I turned it into a podcast. On the Smart and Friends podcast, I welcome Montreal artists to watch some wrestling with me. Listen to the podcast on its own or log into your WWE Network subscription and watch along with us. Smart and Friends on Two Finger Guns Club. When you hear the name Banana Man, you must think of the PUBG meme. But I think of this. This is 29 Acacia Road, and this is Eric, the schoolboy who leads an exciting double life. For when Eric eats a banana, an amazing transformation occurs. Eric is Banana Man. Ever alert for the call to action. Here's comic book beginnings. 
The character of Banana Man can be traced back to 1980, where he appeared in the comic Nutty Issue No. 1, drawn by John Gearing and written by Steve Bright. Nutty No. 1 was launched by DC Thompson Limited, which owns the Dandy and Beano comics in the UK, and was launched on the 16th of February 1980. This is the birth of Banana Man. Banana Man is a parody of Superman, Batman, Captain Marvel, and his British version Marvel Man. There are obvious influences from British slapstick humour with nods to veteran comic book veteran Alan Moore and his work on Captain Britain. Eric Wimp was sent to Earth from the moon as a baby. He gained his powers because the crescent moon looks similar to a banana. The comparisons to the Man of Steel don't end there. Banana Man has a weakness to mouldy bananas like Superman's kryptonite. He even has a base in the North Pole made out of a giant banana, similar to Kal-El's Fortress of Solitude. There are a few other examples of kids who become superheroes such as Shazam and the Blue Ranger from Power Rangers Turbo. Talking about Power Rangers, we'll definitely be talking about that in a future episode too. On to what makes him a superhero. He becomes one after eating a special potassium delivery device. Okay. A banana. Banana Man's superpowers include the ability to fly, superhuman strength, and invulnerability. He is quoted as having the strength of 20 men. 20 big men. But is shown to also be limitless against nurks, women, and snowmen. On the flip side, he is quite naive and almost foolish as his alter ego schoolboy Eric Wimp. It has also been mentioned that he has the muscles of 20 men, but the brains of 20 muscles. With Eric as adult superhero Banana Man, he is decked out in a cowled blue and yellow outfit with a two-tailed cape that looks suspiciously like a banana skin. He is also able to get a mini power boost by eating more bananas. He is also accompanied by his faithful pet crow, called Crow, who tends to spend a lot of time on his shoulder. Banana Man started off with a parody of the week type supervillain to overcome every issue. This was changed over time to feature General Blight as his arch enemy. General Blight was a parody of Adolf Hitler and generic enough to replace the villain of the week trope in many crazy schemes. At this time, Eric had a punk-style shaved head for some reason, and this was changed to the 1980s Brill Cream Superman-ish iconic hairstyle that I remember as a kid. Banana Man was shown to be stupid at times so much that he would be unable to use the door or forget how to fly during a battle. Due to this, Banana Man began to go to school despite being an adult. I would guess in Eric mode, otherwise this could be quite weird. Then we have Chief O'Reilly, think the 1960s Batman, think of Chief O'Hara picking up the bat phone and his over-the-top stereotypical Irish policeman appearance and accent, that is Chief O'Reilly. This was done apparently in a loving homage to the Adam West and Burt Ward 60s series and I always loved it. He is dressed in British black police uniform with a blue police light which does light up from time to time, sat on top of his head and hat at all times. This is why I love British cartoons of this time, they were all so beautifully absurd. 
The police station is shaped like a giant police helmet, which has to be constantly rebuilt as Banana Man accidentally destroys it all the time. The chief doesn't seem to know that Eric is actually Banana Man. He does call him on the banana phone, but seems to think he's an assistant to our hero. This carried over to the cartoon series and is great in its simplicity, but I don't think this pairing would work these days uh, due, due to the implication. Moving on. The TV series. BBC aired the Banana Man cartoon series between 1983 and 1986. It featured the voice and offbeat humour of the legendary British comedic trio The Goodies, Graham Garden, Bill Oddy, and Tim Brooke Taylor. You're listening to Friday Echo on Radio Foul. In the cartoon adaptation, Eric Wimp was now Eric Twinge. He had the distinctive banana-shaped hairstyle, which really added to the visual style. And I styled my hair as Eric from Banana Man many times during that time. It was the 80s, and I was a child too, so please forgive me. When in Banana Man form, Fiona, a newsreader based on Selena Scott, a British TV presenter and a nod to Lois Lane, was primarily his love interest. From Jedi's Paradise, a great resource on many of these British children's shows, we have a bio for Fiona. Fiona. Fiona is the newsreader that Banana Man has got a crush on, and is called the Sweetheart of the Airwaves. She is always in the thick of things and was even kidnapped by Pong Ping, the giant gorilla. She thinks Banana Man is Mr. Wonderful and has even invited him to appear on her own TV show called Memory Lane. Remember, she was in love with a schoolboy. The implications brought to you by Tom Hanks and Elizabeth Perkins in the movie Big apply here. But moving on. General Blight was also made to look like a more generic villain without the Hitler parody a part of his character at all. He is a goofy character, but is still Banana Man's main arch-villain, seemingly in charge of his other foes. As mentioned, the members of the goodies voiced characters on the show, as was the style at the time. They did bring a certain quirkiness to the show. Graham Garden was the voice of the characters Banana Man, General Blight, and Maurice of the Heavy Mob. Bill Oddy voiced the characters of Crow, Chief O'Reilly, Dr. Gloom, and the weatherman. Tim Brooke Taylor voiced the characters of Eric, King Zorg of the Nurks, Eddie the Gent, Auntie, and Appleman, as well as narrating all of the episodes. Jill Schilling voiced Fiona and any additional female characters, including Eric's cousin Samantha. But interestingly enough, not Auntie. The show lasted 40 episodes between 3rd of October 1983 and the 15th of April 1986. The show was aired in the USA on Nickelodeon, packaged with Danger Mouse, but it didn't seem to reach the popularity of the boys DM and Penfold. Uh, head for home and save the world. Um, if I knew which way home was. The show aired in Australia on the country's Australian Broadcasting Corporation after-school programming time slot. The Dandy would take a select few episodes and adapt them in comic book form in 1998 to coincide with the BBC in the UK repeating the series. The Dandy would reprint them in 2007, this time promoting the newly released DVD. Each episode was about five minutes, with phrases coined in the show such as 20 big men and ever alert for the call to action, used in the comic book today. So where are we now with the character? 
If you go to thebino.com and click onto the Banana Man section, you can see that the character is still alive and well, with quizzes, compilations, and links to full episodes for free. You can of course also subscribe to receive comics right now. The comic is still running, and unfortunately, I can't wear this Nasher backpack, but if you subscribe today, you get an awesome Nasher backpack for free, which is worth £21.99p. Nasher from Dennis the Menace and Nasher. Unfortunately, I can't wear that Nasher backpack as it would look a little too menacing on my daily commute. Also, this podcast is not sponsored by the Beano or Dandy, but that's a pretty sweet deal. Talking of sweet deals, you're listening to a Friday Echo of Remote Wrestling on Radio Foul. And we're back with Banana Man. So there were more adaptations to come. Film adaptation, there was a film announced in March 2014 with a release date of 2015, produced by Elstree Studio Productions with DC Thompson at the helm. Even though there was a teaser poster for the film in the same year, the film never materialized. The website changed the message coming 2015 to coming soon. Now, this is where we introduce the first real-life adaptation of the character with Banana Man the Musical. In January 2016, it was reported that Banana Man would be turned into a musical for the West End. Here's a report from stage.co.uk. A musical based on comic character Banana Man is being developed. Banana Man the Musical is being written by Leon Paris and directed by Fred Perry. It will be choreographed by Grant Murphy and is being produced by Sightline Entertainment, founded by Perry and publishing house DC Thompson. The show is described as the live-action debut of the Man of Peel. Banana Man first appeared in Comic Nutty in 1980 before transferring to the Dandy and later the Beano. He is also featured in a cartoon series that ran between 1983 and 1986 voiced by the Goodies. An industry launch for the musical will be held on February 2nd in London. Now that industry launch did go ahead February 2nd, 2016. The musical had a limited run from the end of 2017 to the beginning of 2018 at the Southwark Playhouse in London. There don't seem to be many plans to take the production worldwide. But rewinding back to January 2016, the Banana Man musicals page on Facebook posted, this fruitiest of superheroes is experiencing a revival elsewhere. Banana Man the movie is also in development. However, that's all we got. On June the 8th, 2016, the now newly formed Beano Studios issued a press release. Beano Studios is currently also exploring plans to take Beano characters to the bigger screens and stages worldwide. By 2017, the official site had been removed. Without any news of this or the initial 2015 film, we can safely assume it's been cancelled. Well, what about now? Well, re-watching Banana Man again as an adult was a joy. The animation looks crisp in HD and the vocal talent gives it a real subversive edge similar to the comic book source material. This show gives me the nostalgia feels big time. With a runtime of only five minutes, I found myself watching one waiting for the bus, on the bus, 
and then when I got back home. Big thanks to the Beano for putting all three seasons up on YouTube. If you like the Tick animated series, you may appreciate the charm and utter surrealism of a kids TV show from the 80s called Banana Man. I'm going to put it out there. If this was remade, I'd love to see the role taken on by Will Ferrell. He's got the improv chops and an Adam McKay held Banana Man could be amazing in my opinion. Imagine the cast of Anchorman as the heroes and villains of that universe. Uh, a film or maybe a Netflix series. Amazon, you out there? Now, I'm going to ask this at the end of all of these, but did you see this as a child? Were your memories good or bad? Would you like to see the rumoured film and who would star as Banana Man? Big thanks to JediParadise.com, BritishComics.Fandom.com and also from Wikipedia and 80scartoons.co.uk for all the source material. And now back to Remote Wrestling. You're listening to Remote Wrestling. Hope that you enjoyed that first episode. I'm going to be working on the format of that. We're going to have some guests involved as well. But Banana Man, have you seen that? If you have seen it, let me know. And I could be featuring you in Fresh Batteries, which we're in right now. This segment is Fresh Batteries. Fresh Batteries. So in Fresh Batteries, I'll be featuring polls that I've put up, things that you've sent to the mailbag, which I'm going to give you the address of in a second. Um, you can have it right now, actually. So I put two polls up this first week and I figured I'd see kind of what you guys in the timeline like and what you kind of wanted to see. So first up, and the reason why we featured Banana Man today, because obviously Infinity War and Endgame have come to an end. It is the end of the Avengers right now. Spoilers, obviously. We are in a brand new phase, Spider-Man Far From Home coming out in the next few months, which we'll be talking about on the show. But I figured I'd wonder what kind of geek you are. So I put this tweet out, this poll on at remote wrestling so you can get involved here. And I asked, what kind of geek are you? Um, and I said, you can comment below. We had 45 votes. So awesome. Um, and there were 31% tied for cartoons and gaming, 20% TV shows and 18% for movies. So we will be talking about more cartoons and we will be talking about more gaming. I also put out another tweet as well. Kind of wanted to figure out what you guys were like when it comes to Star Wars. This is from Star Wars Day. And I asked, which was your favorite Star Wars trilogy? We had episodes one to three, episodes four to six, and episode seven to nine. So the prequels, the original, and the now calls. So for that, we had 70% went straight for episode four to six. That's totally fine. Um, now, in here in Fresh Batteries, I wanted to talk about what I'm watching at the moment. So I'm watching... Um, a show called Gary and His Demons, which is a great animated show um, from Canada. Really interesting. It's about a demon hunter who has a sword and he is the chosen one and he goes around killing demons. It's very short, about 10 minutes long, and it is an animation. I'm a big fan of animation. I'm also watching at the moment lunatics with chris lilly a lunatics amazing show from chris lilly who produced a great wide array of improvisational comedy where he plays all the characters they're really really far-fetched and they're really outlandish but i love it 
I also, of course, have seen Endgame and I cried like a baby. We can talk about that a little bit more with some of the guests coming up because I feel that that's probably a better way to speak about it. From from my point of view, I really, really liked it. I was really, really happy with it. And I really felt like it gave us the closure that we all needed. Um, and I mean, I'm also watching a lot on YouTube. As I said, you can catch, I do watch a lot of wrestling, but I watch a lot more than just that. And I've been watching Barry, which is a TV show on HBO, which is a great TV show about a an assassin who can't to give up being an assassin after joining an improv class but can't get away from it it's classic black comedy if you like gross point blank it's very similar to that um and i think that's it other than the flash which i watch as well um on a regular basis and of course legends of tomorrow legends of tomorrow is just fantastic but i'm going to use this as an open forum to kind of speak about other things that i like and it looks like there's a lot of you out there that can as well so i will be putting out loads and loads of tweets and you can email me remotewrestling at gmail.com if you want to get involved you can also of course send stuff to the mailbag and of course i will be doing some giveaways as well in the future this is a brand new kind of thing that i wanted to try and i hope that you will like it out there so that's it for episode one of remote wrestling hope that you enjoyed it and catch you next time this has been a foul original thanks for listening and Hear you next time as well. <laughs> Bye, folks. Follow us on social media at Radio Foul. The lines are open and we're awaiting your call. That's all for this week. Join us next week for some more remote wrestling. Drop me a tweet at Radio Foul and let me know what else wrestles your remote. Tune in. This has been a Radio Foul broadcast. Thanks for tuning in and getting on our wavelength.